Hello, everybody. Welcome to It Was Tuesday with your host, James Chan. And it is, in fact, not a Tuesday. It is Wednesday. Sorry for the postponement for you live audience and actually for you YouTube guys who are used to having the videos pop up on Wednesday morning. Uh, I have just a doctor's appointment. I got stuck in the doctor's. Took an hour and a half before I actually got to see uh, the doctor from my appointment time. So yeah, they were kind of swamped. But I'm here now, Wednesday. Uh, is right before traveling for Frosty Faustings. Make sure you check that out this weekend. It's going to be a good time. But today, we're going to talk about some fun statistical data over here because we always have people talking about, oh, this character's the best, that character's the best, this matchup is this, this matchup is that. Well, we are going to actually find out exactly what the matchups are and everything because... One of the most awesome things that uh, Capcom has done, you may have heard us shill out Buckler's Boot Camp on, uh, on uh, the CPT Online. Uh, you're right, the title does say the wrong thing over here. Let's actually change this. SF6 matchup data. There we go. Uh, but, uh, you may have heard us talk about Buckler's Boot Camp on the CPT Online broadcast. Well, they do have a lot of cool stuff there. And one of the things that they just published, uh, in fact, just a few days ago, about last week, uh, is this over here. So if I switch over to this desktop... They have actually published their fighting stats here. It says updated the second Thursday of each month. So we've definitely just passed that Thursday. And sure enough, they actually have all of the matchup data uh, as of 12-2023. It's actually pretty sick. Uh, I just refreshed it here. Oh, there we go. Okay, and uh, it's interesting. You can actually set it so that it's different control types. You can separate the control types into different characters. Uh, you can also just combine the characters together uh, as, uh, and count them as one. And the cool thing about it is, even more importantly, you can sort it you can actually just check out each of the ranks over here. So you can check out all the rookies, the irons, the bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, all the way into master. And it's really interesting. The data that we're going to see in here is really fascinating here. I mean, let's just start a little bit with the rookie here. I mean, you see why everybody hates grapplers. You see why... Uh, most people who are new to fighting games hate grapplers. I mean, look at this. Number one and number two are actually Zangief in Modern and Classic. By the way, I can't zoom this in. I'm sorry. But when I zoom in, it actually doesn't change the size of anything. So uh, Capcom's site has definitely uh, made sure to... Uh, kind of take over the size stuff over here. But yeah, you can see why Zangief is hated amongst a lot of casual players because he is basically 
kicking everyone's ass. Now, one of the cool things too, you can sort by just the character uh, and the win rate as well. And so that's kind of be an interesting situation, right? Because if you buff Geef, Geef is going to run rampant even more in the beginner leagues. Because even if we go to iron, as you can see, Zangief is still in the top. And in the bronze, it's finally you're starting to see Zangief drop all the way down over here. And other characters have started taking over like modern Blanca and then Hondas because people haven't learned how to perfect parry anything from Honda yet. And as we get to silver... It's starting to look more like maybe what we would think. Modern JP, maybe, but gold here, still E-Honda, still Blanca, and the modern controls, again, are winning. And again, this is really interesting. It's really cool to see the stats here because it's showing you that modern is making a difference early on in the ranks it's they're actually helping and you know the fact that you know the modern hondas and modern blancas are doing well modern jps you know it's it's an argument that modern is actually pretty valuable for for newcomers but by the time we hit platinum you see the hondas are still there we get to diamond honda starts to drop a little bit but then let's go to Master over here because this is obviously where all the craziness is happening. This is where, uh, you know, the data I think we want to look at here for tournament viability, for strong players, to see what the top players are doing. And you will never, ever, ever guess who the number one character in Master is right now. I want to see if anybody out there has any guesses right now who the number one character in Master rank is. And, uh... <laughs> Wrong game, Mikely Story. Wrong game. Uh... The number one character in Master rank right now is Dalsim. Now, what's interesting about this is you'll actually see in Rookie, the best character has a 67% win rate. And as it goes, now it's 59, 57, 56. Oh, same, 56. And then, yeah, same, 56, 55. And then by the time we get to Master, you're actually going to start seeing that the numbers aren't going to be that drastic. Dalsim is winning 5.50, well, 51.5% of his matches. And if you look at the very bottom of the list, even with the modern controls, 4.85, right? Which makes sense because kind of uh, opposite of that. But again, the win percentages aren't varying all that much. So when we talk about this game as being balanced, this is kind of an indication over here that the, the diversity is actually not that bad. Now, the last character here, yeah, is Kimberly, but it's modern Kimberly. I don't know why anyone's playing modern Kimberly. Uh, but uh, as somebody in the chat has mentioned over here, uh, the only people playing Sim at that level are going to be really good. 
And yes, that is going to be one of the reasons why Dalsim's numbers are going to be really, really high. Because the people who are using Dalsim at this level are clearly the experts. Because if you look at this, okay, Dalsim being at number one is pretty shocking. JP at number two, classic, nobody surprised. Interesting that Rashid is up here and Luke is up here. E Honda still kind of a terror here, even though most people consider E Honda not even a good character. Number six is Lily. <laughs> number six is Lily for probably the same reasons why Dalsim is so high up is because the people who are actually using this character at this level are going to be strong. You know, one of the questions is now, where's Ken? Where's Ken? We have to go pretty far down to find a classic Ken, and his win rate is under 50%. <laughs> He's at 4.97 or 49.7% win rate. Why is Ken that low? And it is probably due to quantity. We really have to think about this. There are probably a lot of Ken players and in Master, and because of that, we are gonna run the gamut of the characters. This is when I played Street Fighter V online <laughs> ranked, every time I ran into like a Fong or, or, or a character that wasn't considered super strong. I was like, oh, this character, this guy's going to be super good. I mean, I know Fong got really good at one point, but everybody who's literally still playing the character is amazing <laughs> with that character. And so that's the reason why we're going to see characters like Dalsam and Lily up here. Does this mean they're the best characters in the game? Probably not. Uh, but it is interesting to see them way up here. Uh, another really cool thing about this site, obviously you can see all of their matchup numbers over here. So I can scroll over here. You can see just how, what his win rate, uh, what the win rates are for everybody. Or you can just click on their name and boom, look at this. You got the chart over here with Dalsim. And of course, Dalsum is kicking classic JP's ass. He practically has a 60% win rate against freaking JP. Yeah, uh, actually, let me give you guys the link right now. Uh, this will probably uh, take you to uh, one of the uh, pages that I'm on already. Uh, but yeah, JP is actually kicking uh is getting his ass kicked by dalsam over here <laughs> yeah this is capcom's official bucklers boot camp site he's getting mauled by rashid he is getting destroyed by honda he's got a 60 percent win rate over jp and that's going to be because if jp is relying on zoning that's just not going to work on dalsam like jp outzones guile but dalsam doesn't necessarily outzone JP, but because of the teleportation uh, that he has, it makes it so scary for JP to try to zone. Dalsum's teleportation kind of ruins that. <clears throat> but yeah, he's destroying Lily. He's destroying modern Chun-Li. Very interesting here. 
But it's just really fascinating to look through all these lists here and see, oh, he's destroying all the lilies, I see. Lily is just not doing well against uh, Dulcim at all. <laughs> and yeah, Honda's just, I mean, it looks like by this chart that Honda is Dulcim's worst matchup. If we want to look at these numbers over here. I mean, look at this. Dalsam has mostly wins over these modern characters over here. But like I said, uh, Dalsam, uh, Honda, 4.5 uh, with modern Honda. And then 4.0 with classic Honda. So this actually is probably not uh, one of his... Honda's definitely giving Dalsam's trouble interesting. So, modern Dalsam versus classic Honda is the worst matchup, says Bretonian in the chat. Uh, are you a modern, oh, modern Dalsam? Yes. Uh, classic Dalsam uh, still getting beat up by Honda. But it's really interesting because if you go to JP, Dalsam is beating him. But uh, he's pretty even with everybody else. He's winning slightly against Honda. He's beating Lily 5.5 and Chun-Li 5.5. But interesting enough, what I've always said and why I'm biased to think that JP isn't as strong as everybody else does, JP is indeed losing to Kimberly. He has a uh, only a 45% win rate. Uh, against Kimberly. So it's really, really interesting here. You found a zero matchup. <laughs> that just means that there's probably no, there's like one classic Gi for one classic Blanca. They've never run into each other. Uh, but yeah, Cami and Jury make sense that, you know, he has a losing matchup against them. Uh, modern Dalsam. So yeah, it seems like JP's biggest problem. He's even losing to modern Kimberly. According to this data right here, obviously, like, the the 4.5s aren't strong enough and stuff, but according to this data, JP's worst matches are Dalsam and Kimberly, which is really fascinating here. Uh, Rashid is pretty even all around. He doesn't really have any matchups going either way. Like, look at this. It's like 5.5 is the strongest that he has. Uh, and then like four, does he even have a 4.5 anywhere? Like the lowest one that he has, he has a 4.7. Yeah, dude. Dude, Rashid is doing well here, dude. That's crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> Jim Kubak in the chat says that Geef wins against classic Sim 8 to 2, but loses the modern Sim 2 to 8. So one of the things that we really don't know are the numbers, right? There might not be a lot of modern Dalsums in Master. In fact, we could probably say maybe there's like three. I mean, so one of the things that we want to note here, uh, I don't know if we can, yeah, okay. So for example, uh, we'll see this one over here. Uh, J, modern JP against modern Dalsum. If you look, there's an I next to uh, the number over here. You can barely see it on your screen, but there's a circle I, and that's really important because at the top it says, an I symbol will appear next to entries if there is a lack of definitive match data. Use as reference values only. So in other words, that matchup has not occurred all that often. <laughs> 
But yeah, again, this is really cool that you can go through this. I mean, again, there's going to be a ton of loot players. And Luke clearly is very strong, as you can see here. He He's like, look at this, 4 4.9, 5.0, 5.2, 5.1, 4.8, 4.9, 5.1, 5.1, 5.2, 5.1, 5.0. Dude, his variance is not very high at all. In other words, the Lukes out there are actually... Uh, pretty even i mean he's he's just luke is just 50 50 across the board <laughs> across the board oh so you're saying even classic zangief has a lot of uh that in the eyes next to his name all, all, all next to all of his numbers are you talking about modern zangief uh i think you're t i think you're looking at modern zangief aren't you Modern Zangief, uh, modern Zangief, uh, do, 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 do. I don't see a lot of the eyes, uh, whoa, we have different date, well, uh, are you, did you click on master, or are you still looking at rookie, are you still looking at Ricky, uh, you might be looking at a different area, or, uh, you might have it sorted, or something like that, so, Oh, okay, so yeah, you were looking at rookie data. <laughs> you were looking at rookie data. Okay, okay. Uh, interesting to see Aki up here, but again, another character that's probably going to do well here. But, I mean, because there's not a lot of them, and anybody that's up here is going to be doing really well. It's interesting to see that classic Blanca is getting massacred by classic Honda. Holy crap, that's like one of the lowest numbers that's up here, dude. He has a 3.8 or a 30, 38% win rate against Classic Honda. Classic Honda is owning Classic Blanca something fierce, dude. Oh, man. But it's crazy because Classic Honda is doing really well for himself. He's doing well against Dalsim. He's doing well against Blanca. He doesn't have a single red square except for JP at 4.7. That's the lowest that he has. But outside of that, his percentages are great across the board in Master. So the Hondas who are up there are doing really, really well. Even though the character is just considered weak, it's very strange. Uh, how this data, how the online data differs vastly from the tournament data. It's very, very interesting here. Uh, if you look at Kimberly over here, uh, yeah, she's winning against JP. She's losing to Rashid. She's losing to Blanca. Yeah, that makes sense. Losing to DJ. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, uh, she's doing pretty decently over here. But again, it, it, it's interesting because, like I said, the variance is not that large across the board and i think that's something really really important to look at and to understand now obviously this data is going to be kind of skewed like i said you know the dalsums that are up here of course he's going to have a good win percentage because if you're a dalsum player in masters you're probably really freaking good right this can kind of tell you which characters can kind of carry right so you know luke or maybe even ken being all the way down here when tournament results and you know popular opinion would show you something differently 
Ken is actually pretty far down and, you know, for the most part has just, I mean, his variance is barely existing, right? He literally, outside of this, losing to modern Guile, which is weird, but outside of that, oh, he's just losing to Guile in general, weird. But, you know, taking out Guile out of the equation over here, the lowest he ever gets is like 4.8, and the highest he ever gets is like a 5.3. Oh, Jesus, yeah, look at this. He's beating up a modern Kimberly. What does he do to regular Kimberly? 5.1, okay. But, you know, what's interesting is, and, and you know, Luke being number uh, four over here, for example, uh, you know, the characters that we all consider strong, a DJ over here. What's really interesting about this is it really kind of shows you what characters carry, uh, you know, in a way. Because if you are a, uh, uh, a Ken player, I mean, if you are, the Kens are not doing as well as his tier placement would suggest. But that probably means a lot of Kens were able to achieve master, you know, by not necessarily becoming as strong as the Dalsims and the Akis and the Lilies need to be to become master. So that's one of the important things that actually look at for data like this. It's, you know, it's fascinating. You could look at this and try to be like, oh, you know, clearly Dalsum is cheap. You know, look at him. He's winning. He's the best character in the game. But we really have to look at data carefully. And this is one of the scariest things about data is that data interpreted too scientifically, data interpreted too straightforwardly can actually be kind of deceiving because what you have to go through to get an Aki to master, what you have to go through to get Lily to master, you have to kind of go through this gauntlet in Diamond. And you, I mean, again, you know, uh, Diamond is what? You know, like coal is, you know, is Diamond is just hardened coal, right? You enter Diamond League as just a piece of coal and then you get hit enough times and you finally become a Diamond. And then you start to really shine and get to master. So by the time you get to master, you're already really, really strong, right? Uh, but for a character like Ken or Luke, like I said, I've told people before, you can probably Jinrai your way into master with Ken. You can probably just do low four Jinrai all day and get into master. Uh, like Sen Generation says, Master Rank in SF6 isn't that hard. I wish I had Master Charge for states for top 200 or maybe Legend or something, but top 200 wouldn't give you enough data, right? Because you're just that's just not enough of a uh, sample size to really matter at that point. And also a lot of players are, you know, getting characters up to certain numbers and then just leaving them and they're not even playing them anymore and they're going to try another character and stuff. But again, you know, uh, you know, the Kens may not have had to learn as much fundamentals and you know, uh, 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 solid play to get to masters as a lily would. <laughs> so the lilies are going to be stronger and there's just not going to be as much of them. So again, the characters that we consider really strong, like for example, like 
Cami, look at Cami and Jury. Cami has a 5.011 win percent, and Jury has a 4.974 win percentage. And yet, most people would tell you these two characters are very, very scary. But in Master, they're not doing particularly well over here. Uh, but we, but a lot of people consider him strong. So, uh, you know, for jury, I'm sure Fireball Drive Rush is carrying a lot of juries, uh, and camis are probably getting carried by a lot of dive kicks here. Uh, like I said, Ken is getting carried by everything Ken does. Not that I'm mad or anything. Ken with the 4.97 win rate. Uh, but like I said, the Hondas up here. Now, interesting enough, JP is really. JP and Luke are the characters who are the only ones that are agreed upon being top tier, and they're up here uh, on the upper echelon of the data, which means these characters are just fundamentally solid, really, really solid. But, you know, one of the interesting things about looking at the site, and again, we can actually just combine the characters uh I'm not, uh, that's the win rate over here. We can just combine the characters together, modern and uh, classic, if we just want to look at raw matchup numbers over here, just to make it a little bit easier to look at, right? When you have the, when you have uh, separated modern and control, uh, I mean, it's just a lot of characters and, you know, I kind of just want to see them combined together, right? But if we look at them separately over here, the character in Masters that's struggling the most is Ryu and Zangief. Ryu and Zangief clearly need a little bit of help over here than Jamie. But like I said, the interesting thing is the fourth worst character, classic character, is Ken. <laughs> is Ken. And so Ryu is probably suffering the same fate. Is Ryu this bad? Or is it just because everyone picks Ryu kind of as a default character, right? And so you end up in that situation. Shout out to John the Automaton for the sub. Appreciate it. But if we combine everybody together here, it actually doesn't change the top rank very much. Chun-Li actually drops a little bit because modern Chun-Li is actually more successful than classic Chun-Li. So when we actually combine them together, the quantity of classic Chun-Li is probably greater than modern Chun-Li. So she actually kind of chunks Chun-Li down a bit. But the, 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 the tiering doesn't really change much. Dalsam is first, JP second, Rashid third, Luke fourth, Ihan the fifth, Lily sixth, Blanca seventh, Aki eighth, DJ ninth, Chun-Li tenth. But if we go to the bottom of the list over here, Ryu is last, then Zangief, then Jamie, then Ken. Ken is lower than Manon. <laughs> oh, man. It's interesting, Long Long Man. Like, Zangief, for some reason, getting him to master wasn't that hard for me. I don't know why. I'm struggling more with Cammy right now than I am with Honda, uh, with, with Zangief. I don't know what it is. Um... Right? Ken needs buffs. But again, we have to understand that looking at this data, we have to understand how this data is put together and all the stuff that goes into it, right? Again, we have Ken's probably getting carried a little bit into Masters because as mentioned before, getting into Masters wasn't like, you know, getting into Master before in Street Fighter V. Master is probably diamond equivalent 
uh, in Street Fighter V, right? And so, you know, you're going to have people getting carried into Masters like a Ken, for example, because Ken just can kind of do things and, and, and laugh and, and, and mock his opponents, basically. Huh, you know, uh, and again... People, a lot of people are probably getting up in here who don't know how to, have never learned the proper fundamentals to fight a Dalsam or a Honda, which is why they're up here, uh, basically. <laughs> I had a whole show basically talking about how uh, Ken actually carries people. <laughs> and that's okay. Honestly, if Ken is really strong and, and you want to use him, more power to you. You're the smart one using a strong character. One of the interesting things that I, I saw was that Lily bonks Zangief, dude. Zangief has a freaking, uh, he, it's like a 6-4 matchup here according to this chart over here. Yeah, Zangief is losing badly to Lily, to Blanca. Blanca makes sense, although that matchup is not terrible, actually. Not as bad as uh, people would think it is. But, oh my god, Zangief has a 3.5 win percentage against Dalsam. He has a 3.4 uh, win percentage. Oh god, Louis B, I played uh, over 170 matches yesterday. And uh, I got to Diamond 5. You gotta grind for a while to get points. I actually won most of my matches. But, Jesus, it just takes a long time to get there. Uh, but yeah, Zangief versus Dalsum is a crappy match in this game. Now, the one thing that I wanted to talk about this chart, which is really fascinating, it's really interesting, because again, if we jump over to Rookie, all of a sudden everything is different, because like I said, Zangief is ruling the roost in Rookie. 67, I mean, modern Zangief and classic Zangief players in Rookie are winning two-thirds of their matches. Do two-thirds of their matches. They're destroying everybody. And even in Iron, they're winning basically 60% of their matches. Like I said, finally in Bronze, they start to drop because people know what they're doing and stuff like that. But we have a lot of things to think about here, right? This is the interesting situation. Because if you're Capcom, how do you actually balance this game what criteria are you actually looking at are you going to be looking at tournament data or are you going to be looking at online data do like how do you balance it's such a fascinating discussion point here what is the way that you actually balance this because if you go by master the game is pretty freaking balanced because like I said, Dalsam is the highest, but he has a 5.15 win percentage. I mean, let's 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 not separate them into modern and classic because the modern sample size is going to be significantly smaller. So if you combine everything together, Dalsam basically has a 5.138 uh, win uh, 51.38 win percentage, and the worst character Ryu has a 48 48.85 win percentage our variance isn't even four percent we don't even have a variance of 52 to 48 
we literally have a variance of less than 4%. And so if you go by this online data here, the balance is freaking amazing. But obviously, tournament results aren't showing this, right? And uh, that's something that we're going to take a look at uh, later on in this episode. I forgot to mark, uh, set this up over here. But we'll take a look at this when we get to the qualifying characters in CPT. We'll see how different those results are from something like this. And, you know, for the most part, characters like Honda, like Lily, like Aki are considered very weak. And yet here they are, you know, in the upper, you know, in the top 10 over here. So how does Capcom balance this? Because, again, Zangief clearly needs buffs, right? He's way down here. I mean, he's got a 4.916. He's not way down here. But, I mean, look at this. He's got a 3.5 matchup. He's got a 4.3, a 4.1, a 4.4. Who's he beating? Wow, Guile has, Guile has a losing win rate against Zangief? What the hell? Cammy has a losing rate against Zangief. It's probably because Cammies are dive-kicking Zangief for no reason. I had a Zangief give up on me because I was playing so defensive against him that he was—he just gave up. Like, he just stopped moving. Zangief is beating DJ? What? What? How is this even happening? This is so weird. Zangief is beating Honda? What? Oh, my God. Some of this data doesn't make any sense at all. But from a tournament perspective and from, you know, pundits... And, you know, what experts say and everything like that, you know, obviously Zangief is not very strong, right? I know, right? Maybe all these matches are snake eyes because he plays so many goddamn times. Actually, I wonder if, uh, let me actually see something, if I can find something over here. Uh, there was the... Um, Shoot, do I still have this data anywhere? Remember the that one post that actually was listing uh, the number of characters that made it into Master? Did he did he actually list that? I can't remember that I went through uh, recently. But yeah, Itazan, Snake, High Hour, probably making Zangief's numbers better than than they should appear. But here's the thing: Zangief clearly needs buffs. Clearly needs buffs. To make him stronger. But if you make him stronger, what happens here in Rookie? Zangief, Grapplers, and Zoners are make-you-quit characters. They are harmful to beginning players. Uh, El Fuerte was another character of that nature, for example. These are characters that make people quit. <laughs> Because they just don't know how to fight them. So Dalsims can do that. But Dalsim isn't as easy to use even as a beginner level. But at a beginner level, Zangief just walks up and SPDs you. You can't block it. People don't know to change their 
off, uh, you know, their play style against them. Like I said, Cammies are probably losing to Zangief because a lot of players carried by Cammy and the Masters are probably still just dive kicking at Zangief. I mean, I talked to one player. I was talking about Cammy. I mean, Zangief, and someone's like, "I hate fighting Zangief because every time I dive kick, he SPDs me after I block it." And I'm like, "Why are you dive kicking at him?" And he's like, "Uh," and I was like, "Don't ever dive kick at Zangief. Just like." Why? Like, what? Like, people don't understand to play that way. And so, it's hard to learn how to fight grapplers. If we buff Zangief so that he's stronger, will that make it so that in rookie, Zangief actually shoots up to like 70% win rate, 75% win rate? Does this actually get to a point where we turn Zangief into a character that literally scares everybody away and stops playing? <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, I mean, like Little Akaba Games in the chat says, I would never tune a fighting game towards low rank, right? And yes, and that is a very good point, too, because... Mike Lee says in the chat, I don't think it would actually buff his numbers in Rookie that much because people at low levels aren't using these tools. Exactly. So, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, ignoring the Rookie numbers, right? We, we probably want to pay mostly attention to the Master numbers and the tournament results. So I asked the question, how does Capcom balance this and I really think it is. You have to look at the best, right? You, that's just the way it works. You have to look at the best players out there. But again, if you look at this data here, it's pretty freaking balanced already, dude. It's really balanced. But would Capcom look at this and say, you know what? Ken, Ken's, Ken needs help. Even in Master Rank. Because Ken is a, he's the fourth worst character in Master right now. Do you think they're going to pay more attention to this, give more credence to this, or give more credence to his online results? Be very, very interesting to see how they approach this. Uh, what about using the most common rank to balance? Uh, that would be Diamond. Diamond is where most of the players are at. Um, Ken is bottom two in Diamond. <laughs> Ken is the second worst character in Diamond. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm in Diamond. Some of these Kens I'm fighting are pretty suspect, okay? Uh, pretty suspect down here, so. But we definitely, I feel like, have to focus on high-level play and tournament play. I, I really think, you know, looking at the online data, what's really interesting about this is because in Street Fighter V days, we've talked about this. We're like, is Capcom balancing this for, you know, uh, online data, or are they balancing this from tournament data? The cool thing about this is now that they're publishing all this information over here, we actually will be able to find out when we see the patch notes for season two. Like if Ken gets buffs, we know that they're paying attention to the online data. Uh, but you know, obviously the uh, tournament matches and tournament results would say otherwise. 
And honestly, that is where we probably need to be balancing the characters. Again, uh, for those of you on YouTube, tomorrow uh, I will be uploading the CPT qualifying character stats, which will show you how many of each character is represented in Capcom Cup this year. And it is not <laughs> evenly distributed. <laughs> it is not evenly distributed. Oh, man. In dealing with data and statistics, looking at raw numbers is a terrible way to understand the data without looking at the variables and what causes those numbers. Riot used to do this early on, and they've learned since. Yeah, exactly what I was saying, uh, Mike Lee. You know, we can't look at these numbers and just take them at face value. Like I said, a lot of these characters, like a Ken, can be carried into Masters. You know, uh, Jury and Cami are characters that can carry you into Masters. And so there's going to be a larger quantity of these characters and a greater variance of the skill set of these players making it into Masters with the characters that are stronger in this game. You know, uh, and of course, like I said, characters like Aki, Lily, and Dalsum the variance of strength by the players who make it into Masters aren't going to vary that much uh, because it takes a lot of work to get Lily and Aki up here. So it's only going to be strong players who can get them up here. So we really can't take these numbers at face value. But it's still fascinating to look at this. It's still fascinating to look at these numbers and see, you know, stuff like Lily losing 4-6 to Dalsum and then losing to Blanca, but then like I said, just absolutely annihilating poor Zangief. It's still really fascinating to look at this kind of thing, you know, uh, but we can't take these numbers to heart, honestly. So, uh, but, and Little Occupant Games says, by the same token, if you only admit tournament data, it starts to go to the other extreme and you commit potentially an apex fallacy in your data. Yeah, for sure. This is why it's kind of weird and, and risky and dangerous. These are things Capcom has to think about because, again, while obviously we're like, yeah, balance for the tournament data, clearly we're all tournament watchers. I'm a commentator. We know all the players. We watch the tournament players. We're still a tiny, tiny portion of the people who are playing. So should they balance the game for us? For one of the smallest groups of people who are actually playing the game, should they balance it for us? It's a weird question. <laughs> it's a fascinating question, honestly. It's a really, really fascinating question. But, I mean, obviously for me, it's obvious that you balance it to tournament results because that's what we need to see. We want to see the variance in tournaments. But how does that affect the online world over here, right? Because does that mean we're just going to run into the point where we see only certain characters and ranked over and over and over and over again? <sighs> and yeah, so I mean, that's, that's the thing, right? Uh, and what little Akiba Game says here, you know, the way he stated is nicer. Like he says, uh, yes, because the beginners will play or not play regardless of the balance, right? And you know, basically, we can't balance towards the beginners because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. And like Mike said, probably not gonna change the win rate of Zangief much even in rookie 
if you actually buff certain things because the Zangief players in, in Rookie are not using the majority of his tools. They're not using the majority of his tools. Um, League of Legends team tried to balance for all levels and even put notes. This was nerfed because bronze players can't deal with it. This was changed because pros says anti-mage. So <laughs> that's really interesting. Interesting. Like maybe they did that very, very, very early on. But, you know, obviously now they don't do that ever. So they, they probably won't do that anymore. Oh, man. But, yeah, so there you go. That's the data over here from Buckler's Boot Camp. Again, it's just really fascinating. And shout-outs to, you know, uh, all the stuff that they have over here. Oh, look at this. They actually have character usage here. They have character usage stats. Ooh. And so I can actually go into Masters, and we could actually just literally see this. This is what I mean. Ken is the fourth worst, but look at him. In Master, he is the most used character. It's 11.7% of the players in Master. Over 10% of the players in Master are using Ken. That's why his win rate isn't very good. You'd be surprised that JP is all the way down here. Like, he's number 8, 5.7, but that's why the JPs are doing well with this character. It's really interesting. They must have designed Luke well because he's uh, high in usage and high in win percentage. So that's actually really, really interesting here. But again, Dalsum is the lowest used character. He's at 1.8%. 1.769%. Lily is at 2.144%. E Honda 2.425, Rashid 2.434, right? So here's these character uses. Dalsim is the lowest, Lily, Honda, and Rashid. And when I go back up to the stats over here and we look at fighting stats, what do we see? In Master, Dalsim, then JP, then Rashid, then Luke, then Honda, and then Lily. So Dalsim, Rashid, Honda, and Lily. And heck, Blanca and Aki are right there as well. And then we go back to character usage and go back to Master over here. And look who are the bottom characters. Dalsim, Lily, Honda, Rashid, Blanca, Aki. This six characters in this exact opposite order. Like from bottom to top, Dalsim, Lily, Honda, Rashid, Blanca, and Aki. And then we go to the actual uh, fighting stats. And outside of JP and Luke in Master, the highest win percentages, Dalsam, Rashid, Honda, Lily, Blanca, and Aki. The exact same six characters in shifted order, uh, but it's the exact same characters. So again, the characters with the least amount of usage are going to have the best win rates in master that's just how it works that's just how it's gonna work yeah it's the character specialists and they're doing work with them and like i said luke i mean sorry ken ryu cami and jury actually have fairly no low numbers wow jamie has used a lot and he is not winning very well so poor jamie okay uh so there you go yeah, but Buckler's Boot Camp, I mean, shout-outs to them uh, for doing a lot of this cool information here. 
you know, giving all this information over here. Uh, but the stats one, obviously, very, very interesting for me here to find out all this stuff over here. What is this character info leak? Oh, okay, that just brings you to the fighter page. But it's really cool to be able to see all of this stuff. Again, you can separate them by modern or classic, and you can actually see the win, uh, the usage here. Interestingly enough, in Master, Luke is the most modern used character, almost being one-fifth of the modern characters used. And Marisa is actually so over 10%. Cammy's at 10%. That might be Giuna's fault. Uh, and then Ken, and then Ken. So Ken, Cammy, Marisa, and Luke are, you know, all about 10% and higher over here. But in classic, you can see uh, it shifts, and well, Ken just skyrockets to the top with classic at basically 12%. So uh, there you go. Um, uh, there's a defensive Ken video out there. I actually haven't even, I haven't seen that yet. Is it a defensive Ken saying that he's not that strong? Because if you guys watched me play online yesterday, I definitely got salty against Ken. I hate that character so much. I hate Ken so much. Every game I have one character that I end up just hating and detesting so much and for me it's Ken because that character gets to do everything for me it's not even necessarily that I think he's like <sighs> for me it's extra bitter because all the reasons why they give Kimberly less damage and no ODDP like Ken does better <laughs> Ken has better corner pressure he has better corner carry he has more damage. He has an ODDP. Like, that's why I hate Ken. Because why does he get all that stuff and Kimberly is the one that gets to suffer for it, dude? It's just so crazy. Ugh. I mean, hard to argue with the numbers. I mean, we'll talk about this again in the, in the next section over here. Uh, obviously, the Kens haven't been dominating as much uh, later as the years have go on. Well, Eddie boy was the reason why I got mad at Ken. <laughs> Could blame him. <laughs> uh, oh, the frame data stuff is bunk, dude. If you try to say, Ken doesn't have any plus moves on any of his normals. Whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I, I, there's no... There's no sauce on that argument because most characters don't have that many plus frames on their normal moves. Oh, man. So, in any case, lots of cool data here. Shout out to Capcom for putting these, for this data out, putting these stats out here. But again, when we look at this data, make sure we process it with an understanding of how this data is received. If I click on master over here, and then we actually look at the character usage, that's awesome that they have this character usage here because then it really, really shows us, you know, why Dalsim, Lily, Honda, Rashid, Blanca, Aki have high win percentages. Because between the, 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 the six of them,
Between Dalsim, Lily, Honda, Rashid, Blanca, and Aki, that's not even 15% of the players, I think. So that's what, it's five, seven, uh, 9.5, let's just count this as three, 12.5, 1.7, let's just count it as two. Yeah, so it's, you know, not even 15% uh, for these bottom six characters. Uh, they, they only equal 15% of the entire uh, usage in, in Master, so. <sighs> in any case, uh, yeah, fun data to look at. I always like to talk about this stuff, always like to go through this. It's always really fascinating to see this kind of stuff. If you, if you just like, <laughs> if you're like me and just like seeing this, but again, uh, for me, I like looking at it. I won't take it to heart. I won't use it as a way to argue things necessarily, uh, but it's still fun to look at. It's really entertaining to look at here. Uh, but like I said, tune into the next section and that will have some more concrete tournament results and such. So, uh, all right then. So that's this data over here. Uh, hope you guys found that interesting. If you guys like me going over data like this, uh, you know, let me know in the chat and I will definitely continue to try to go through things like this with, uh, if I can get as much as I, if I can get as much information as I can find. So, um, but yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. And Dalsum is king, best character in the game. 5.14, you know, win total. He is the best character in the game, so watch out for Dalsum. Uh, but again, uh, thank you for t tuning in, supporting. I'll be at Frosty Faustings this weekend, so keep an eye on my Twitter, at jchenzor, follow me. I'll be tweeting out when I actually go live on commentary, so check that out. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, make sure you like and subscribe this video, and uh, make sure you support here, even if you're on YouTube. Uh, you can always jump into my stream channel, twitch.tv slash jchenzor, click on the chat link, uh, and then type in exclamation mark donate, uh, or exclamation mark subscribe, to be able to have ways to support me as well, or just send me a message uh, or write in the comments on YouTube. You know, just let, ask for my PayPal and I can just give you my PayPal and you can donate money there. <laughs> uh, it would be very much appreciated for those of you on Twitch. Any subs would be appreciated. Uh, like I said, it's been a struggle for me this past year. So any help is appreciated. But uh, thank you guys for the support. Thank you for all the loyal people that I see in my YouTube comments all the time. Thank you for all the loyal people here on my Twitch stream all the time. So uh, that's it for this uh, character usage stats over here. And uh, the day that this podcast graced your ears was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Wednesday. <laughs>